coming up on How the Church Works. Well, most people are so confused about the structure of the church, and there are parts of it, too, that we as leaders are confused. And if we're confused, how do we expect our church members to understand it? We're a Protestant organization, and what that means is that it's the people in the pew that controls the church. You know, the conversation comes up all the time about, well, we need to figure out a different way to fund Adventist education. So he had worked closely with Ellen White, knew that, you know, her way of how inspiration worked as God's prophetic messenger wasn't that she was some kind of manual typewriter where she just sat down and then God God kind of energized her and she boom, 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 just came out of the typewriter. Uh, But rather, God would inspire the ideas. So Adventists typically believe in the separation of church and state. That thinking is the notion that the church should not determine what the state is doing and the state should not determine what the church should do. That is oftentimes interpreted as we don't talk about voting, we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about presidents, we don't talk about laws, we don't talk about any of that. All of these things about abolitionism are actually worked into our very core beliefs. It is part of our fundamental beliefs to be an abolitionist. And so this is vital. And it becomes even clearer because when Ellen White later responds to the Fugitive Slave Law directly herself, she actually tells our pioneers, you must break it. Part of America was very frontier. You know, they were part of America, of course, who were believed in the status quo. And they just stayed where they are. They liked New York. They liked Chicago. They liked New England. And they just stayed there. Status quo people. Adventism was never a status quo religion. How the Church Works premieres on October 22nd. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts.